Hello everyone, welcome back to Woso Daily. After a day off, we are back with our preview of the first semi-final at this World Cup. It's crazy that we're already here. I am Joey. With me today is John High Octane from the Scuff Discord. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Ready for this one? I think it should be a great one. So excited to see how it plays out. Yeah, it's amazing that we're already at this point. You know, now we're down to four teams. It's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, it's fl- it's flown by, absolutely flown by. Uh, Spain and Sweden is the semifinal that will take place in the early hours of Tuesday morning for those of us in the United States, 4 a.m. on the East Coast. This, on paper, is, for me, the more lopsided of the two semifinals. On paper, Spain has been dominating this World Cup. They have been a very, very, very solid side. Besides Japan, no one has figured them out, and that was the, kind of a weird game. But in the knockouts, Spain has won 5-1 to one over Switzerland, and then 2-1 in extra time against the Netherlands. Both games they absolutely dominated, and they have been dominating, as Spanish teams do on paper, the entire tournament. For Sweden, it's been more interesting. They, they had a pretty solid group stage. But obviously that went on penalties against the United States in the round of 16, that honestly the United States were the better team from the run of play. And then a 2-1 win in that they did play much better against Japan. Uh, And I think that we commended them for that performance. So for Sweden, it's been not quite as solid, certainly not as solid as Spain. But John, do you think that Sweden has what it takes to make this a real game and knock Spain off? So I do. I mean, Sweden has only given up two goals this whole, whole tournament, um, and we're going into their sixth game now, I think. So we know that they can, you know, just be solid at the back and get a set piece and get the goal they need and get out of there. I mean, uh, obviously, I feel like in this game, everyone looks at Spain and says, look at that free-flowing, beautiful, amazing soccer they play. And that's correct. Spain plays an awesome, attractive brand of soccer, but there's no right way to win a game, you know? And if Sweden does what they did, you know, against the United States, uh, they could easily just do the same thing, kind of hang back, don't give up any amazing chances. And they have players, as we've seen, that can score with their one opportunity uh, and, and could definitely get a result here. What do you think? Yeah, that's why I kind of previewed that game the way I did, because, you know, the attractive, free-flowing soccer is the uh, Spain bread and butter. We know this. We've seen this forever. So that's not going to surprise us. They're going to come out and they're going to play that way. They're probably going to have 70% possession and all that stuff. But Sweden has been able to, even though they haven't played the most beautiful soccer this World Cup, have been able to come out and play solid enough, solid enough to win you know, those two knockout stage games and get results, uh, get wins in all three of the group stage games, albeit not always the in the easiest fashion. But it's they started off with that South Africa game, which I think really soured our expectations on them because they came out, had to grab a 90th minute winner, only one, two, one. But then they really started to come into their own in the tournament. And like you said, have only given up two goals this entire tournament. One to South Africa, which is proving a much better result as this tournament's gone on with how good South Africa's been. And then the uh, the 2-1 result against Japan, in which Japan grabbed that late goal and couldn't find another. So, like you said, Sweden's bread and butter has been their defense, and it's been pretty good so far. Obviously, uh, you know, Spain has been slowed down. They've been slowed down by a Japan team that Sweden just beat. So 
it would not surprise me in the slightest if Sweden come out here and grab a win and go to the final in this one, especially with that experience. Do you think that experience is going to be crucial, them making it to the stage last World Cup in Spain, never really having been this far in any major tournament? Yeah, that's the interesting one, of course. And I mean, Sweden has won multiple silver medals. I mean, they've never been able to get quite over the hump, but they definitely know, you know, knockout tournaments a lot better than Spain to this point in their uh, their program history here. So that could definitely be interesting if we're, you know, in a tie game late, uh, as we saw in the uh, Netherlands game for Spain. You know, they did give up the late tying goal, and you know, you have to have to account for that. Do they do they have what it takes to lock it down in the last couple minutes and and get through? Um, I mean, I'm confident Spain knows how to handle. It. I mean, they have great players play for Barcelona and everything, but it does something. It is a factor, you know, in these sorts of knockout tournaments where it's one off, you know, the better team doesn't always win. Um, And I think that's what could make this one exciting. I mean, I definitely, as you said, expect Spain to have the majority of possession, probably have the majority of the good chances, but you know, then you look on the other side and Sweden has Blackstinius, who is one of the best forwards in the world. It needs one good chance against a Spain backline who, who even knows what's coming out. They've been rotating their backline. They've been rotating their goalie. We have no idea what to expect from there. And, you know, um, I feel like the Netherlands really uh, got back into the game against uh, Spain when they kind of just went fully direct route one, let's just lob it up there and see what we can do. And uh, obviously Black Sanius doesn't have the same speed that um, Berenstein had for the Netherlands, but a very physical and great player. I mean, definitely a better, more complete forward. So, you know, if Sweden goes that route, it only takes one mistake or one great play by a great player. And, you know, they could, they could get it done. Yeah, no, that's a great point you make about uh, the rotation, the back line. They've been uh, you know, new center back pairings this entire tournament, new goalkeepers, rotating goalkeepers. They've been, if there's one complaint about them, the farthest thing from solid and uh, secure in their back line. It seems like even their own players don't 100% know what they're supposed to be doing in the back line. So that's got to be one knock on Spain as we head into this, you know, crucial semifinal. And I think it is worth pointing out, John, because up to this point, Spain have had really two tests, right? They, they've played two really difficult teams, Japan in the group stage, and then the Netherlands in the quarterfinals. Got smoked by Japan, who completely outgamed them and made the most of their attacks, probably benefiting from that lack of uh, defensive stability. And then against the Netherlands, they real Netherlands sh- should have grabbed at least one goal in extra time. They definitely could have grabbed more than one. Uh, Berenstein with a couple great chances. And then Paraguelo grabbed uh, that goal in extra time to send Spain through after, like I said, Berenstein missed at least two good chances and there were others to be had. So again, against the better teams, they can play as, you know, beautiful soccer as they want. Even in the very limited chances that other teams have had, they've been ruthless and really able to produce a ton of good looks. So, like you said, with Black Stenius and with, you know, Aslani and that great attack that we know Sweden possesses, quality players up there, all you need is one because even though Spain can play beautiful, they've looked kind of toothless against the better teams and certainly not able to prevent good looks going the other way. That's certainly something to be scared about. I guess last question on this game, John, you look at Sweden, you look at this team that's never really been able to get over the hump. 
you know they they come close uh won the third place last uh last time at this uh world cup but never really able to get the job done on the biggest stage do you think based off of these two knockout performances the resiliency they showed against the US and then the ability to step it up a notch against Japan do you think that they have what it takes in this one i guess kind of against the odds because no one really saw them as one of those top tier favorites heading into this world cup yeah i mean i think that they've shown kind of what they have always shown i guess they can definitely win on their day against anybody i mean like i I said earlier they've won a couple silver medals i mean even against canada they lost the gold medal game in penalties which as we know is kind of a a coin flip situation um so we know that they definitely have the ability to win all these games they just have never been able to actually do it and honestly you could say the same thing about spain obviously not as long of a history of this but you know this is the furthest Spain has ever gotten this isn't the first time they've had all these great players um at a world cup or even at a euro and you know they've never been able to to get over the hump either so it's kind of uh despite these teams playing very very different styles it's kind of a test for both of them to see you know can they finally break through and you know get to the the biggest stage in women's soccer the world cup final and uh i i think sweden's capable obviously i would favor spain but as we've uh said ruthlessly on this podcast so far sweden has a good chance and i think that uh that's really what's going to make this game great is just the clash of styles and one of these teams is going to finally break through the world cup final yeah it's going to be really fun to see one of these two teams kind of make it to that next next step and personally i'm rooting for sweden just because i think it's you know they were nice about the U.S. That's one thing, you know. I'm not above <laughs> do. I'm not above doing that. Um, but at the same time, you know, they've come so close and have really shown good principles for years now. It would be great to see them kind of get over that hump and get into that World Cup final that they've kind of been eluding, uh, been eluding them for a bunch of years now. I guess. Lastly, I don't need a score prediction. I don't even need a winner. But can you give me a bit of a preview in your mind of how you think this game is going to go? You know, kind of game flow, and I think this one's probably easier to predict. I think it'll be similar to the Netherlands matchup with Spain from earlier. I think Spain will come out, uh, you know, do what Spain do, possess the ball, uh, get some good chances. Um, Would not be surprised if uh, we see a few more um, good saves from Sweden, as we saw frustratingly uh, in the U.S. game, uh, Musovic just could not be beaten. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that. And then again, Sweden grows into the game as you know the the time wears on, and they maybe go more direct. Um, I'll say one one goes to penalties, and Sweden wins it. <laughs> I'll go full score prediction. Uh, Sweden gets back to the World Cup final, and uh, we'll have to preview from there. But uh, like you said, I'm just really hoping they can finally get over the hump. I'm sure Spain will eventually. You know, they have such great players; they'll get there. But Sweden has been making finals and not winning them uh, for 20 plus years now. So I'm hoping that this is finally the time for them. Yeah, no, I, I think it's going to go similarly. I don't know if Sweden's going to win because. Hey, this is why we love XG. Spain's going to generate it. You know, they're going to get their chances. But yeah, no, I I completely agree. Like the longer that this game stays, you know, scoreless, it's going to benefit Sweden just because all you need is one moment then. And the Sweden team has seemed to be able to capitalize on those moments. Spain really haven't. And I would certainly put Black Stenius against any backline in the world and be pretty happy uh, if I'm backing her. And especially with the Spain backline, having seen what they've been able to do 
or really the lack of what they've been able to do and the lack of stability that they've had. I am really kind of high on the ability on Sweden's ability in this one to make the most of their possession, however limited it might be, as Japan did, as the Netherlands did as well. I think Sweden has what it takes to get the job done, especially after their really impressive win against Japan last round. So it's Sweden and it's Spain in the first semifinal of this World Cup, 4 a.m. on the East Coast tomorrow morning. Anything else, John, before we uh, sign off for another day? No, I think we get this one inside and out. And like I said, it's going to be a great game for uh, for style watchers. So definitely uh, get up early if you can. Yeah. I 4 a.m. is going to be tough for me, but hey, we'll, we'll see what happens. And certainly I'll be able to catch on the flip side. Yeah, start a little late. You'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm going to need, I don't know, I'm going to need some help to stay up for this one. Uh, But no, thank you, uh, John, for being on with me today. Thank you, listeners, for listening. We'll be back tomorrow to recap this one and preview that Australia-France semifinal. That one should be an absolute doozy as well. So until tomorrow, we'll see you.